for Maliha and her feminism validum extracts from the second sex by Simone de Beauvoir from the vintage feminism copy today we are reading the introduction i hesitated a long time before writing a book on women the subject is irritating especially for women and it is not new enough ink has flowed over the quarrel about feminism it is now almost over let's not talk about it anymore yet it is still being talked about and the volume of idioticities churned out over this past century do not seem to have clarified the problem <laughs> besides is there a problem and what is it are there even women true the theory of the eternal feminine still has its followers they whisper even in russia women are still very much women but other well informed people and also at times those same ones lament women is losing itself women is lost it is hard to know any longer if women still exist and if they will always exist if there should be a woman at all and what place they hold in the world what place should they hold where are the women asked a short lived magazine recently but first what is a woman tota muller in utero she is a womb some say yet speaking of certain women the experts block it in they are not women even though they have a uterus like the others everyone agrees there are females in the human species today as in the past they make up about half of humanity and yet we are told that femininity is in jeopardy we are urged be women stay women become women so not every female human being is necessarily a woman she must take part in this mysterious and endangered reality known as femininity is femininity secreted by the ovaries is it enshrined in a platonic heaven is a frilly petticoat enough to bring it down to earth although some women zealously strive to embody it the model has never been patented it is typically described in vague and shimmering terms borrowed from a clairvoyant's vocabulary in st thomas's time it was in essence defined with as much certainty as the sedative quality of a poppy but conceptualism has lost ground biological and social sciences no longer believe there are immutably determined entities that define given characteristics like those of a woman the jew or the black science considers characteristics as secondary reactions to a situation if there is no such thing today as femininity it is because there never was does the word does the word women then have no content is it what advocates of enlightenment philosophy rationalism or nominalism vigorously assert women are among human beings merely those who are arbitrarily designated by the word woman american women in particular are inclined to think that women as such no longer exists if some backward individual still takes herself for a woman her friends advise her to undergo psychoanalysis to get rid of this obsession referring to a book a very irritating one at that modern woman the lost sex dorothy parthar wrote i cannot be fair about books that treat women as women my idea is that all of us men as well as women whoever we are should be considered as human beings but nominalism is a doctrine that falls a bit short and it is easy for anti-feminists to show that women 
are not men. Clearly, women like man is a human being. But such an assertion is abstract. The fact is that every comp- concrete human being is always uniquely situated. Rejecting the notions of eternal feminine, the black soul or the Jewish character, is not to deny that there are today Jews, blacks or women. This denial is not the liberation for those concerned, but an inauthentic flight. Clearly, no woman can claim without bad faith to be situated beyond her sex. A few years ago, a well-known woman writer refused to have her portrait appear in a series of photographs devoted specifically to women writers. She wanted to be included in the men's category. But to get this privilege, she used her husband's influence. Women who assert they are men still claim masculine consideration and respect. I also remember a young Trotskyite standing on a platform during a stormy meeting, about to come to blows in spite of her obvious fragility. She was denying her feminine fragility, but it was also for the love of a militant man she wanted to be equal to. The defined position that American women occupy proves that they are haunted by the feeling of their own femininity. And the truth is that anyone can clearly see that humanity is split into two categories of individuals, with manifestly different clothes, faces, bodies, smiles, movements, interests and occupations. These differences are perhaps superficial, perhaps they are destined to disappear. What is certain is that for the moment they exist in a strikingly obvious way. If the female function is not enough to define women, and if we are to reject the explanation of the eternal feminine, but if we accept even temporarily that there are women on earth, we then have to ask, what is a woman? Merely stating the problem suggests an immediate answer to me. It is significant that I pose it. It would never occur to a man to write a book on the singular situation of males in humanity. If I want to define myself, I first have to say, I am a woman. All other assertions will rise from this basic truth. A man never begins by positioning himself as an individual of a certain sex. That he is a man is obvious. The categories masculine and feminine appear as symmetrical in a formal way on town hall records or identification papers. The relation of the two sexes is not that of two electrical poles. The man represents both the positive and the neuter to such an extent that in friend, homes designates human beings. The particular meaning of the word vir being assimilated into the general meaning of the word homo. Woman is negative to such a point that any determination is imputed to her as limitation without reciprocity. I used to get annoyed in abstract discussions to hear men tell me, you think such and such a thing cause you're a woman. But I know my only defense is to answer, I think it because it is true, thereby eliminating any subjectivity. It was out of the question to answer. And you think the contrary because you are a man, because it is understood that being a man is not a particularity, a man in his right by virtue of being a man. It is the woman who is in the wrong. In fact, just as from the ancients there was an absolute vertical that defined the oblique, there is an absolute human type that is masculine. A woman has ovaries and uteruses, such are the particular conditions that lock her in her subjectivity. Some even say that she thinks with her hormones. Men vainly forget that his anatomy also includes hormones and testicles. He grasps his body as a direct and normal link with the world that he believes he apprehends in all objectivity. Where else he considers women's bodies an obstacle, a prison, burdened by everything that particularizes it. 
the female is female by virtue of a certain lack of qualities aristotle said we should regard women's nature as suffering from natural defectiveness and saint thomas in his turn decreed that women was an incomplete man an incidental being that is what the genesis story symbolizes where eve appears as if drawn from adam's supernumerary brown in bosset's words humanity is male and man defines woman not in herself but in relationship to himself she is not considered an autonomous being woman the relative being writes michelet this monsieur benda declares in urel's report a man's body has meaning by itself disregarding the body of the woman whereas the woman's body seems devoid of meaning without reference to the man man thinks himself without woman woman does not think herself without man and she is nothing other than what man decides she is thus called the sex meaning that the man sees her absolutely essentially as a sexed being for him she is sex so she is in the absolute she determines and differentiates herself in relation to man and he does not in relation to her she is in essential form in front of the essential he is the subject he is the absolute she is the other the category of other is as original as consciousness itself the duality between self and other can be found in the most primitive societies in the most ancient mythologies this division did not always fall into the category of the division of senses it was not based on any empirical givens this comes out in the works of grenets on chinese thought and dumels on india and rome in couples such as venus vitra urzuzi sun moon day night no feminine element is involved at the outset neither in good and evil auspicious inauspicious left and right god and lucifer alterity is the fundamental category of human thought no group ever defines itself as one without immediately setting up the other opposite it it only takes three travelers brought together by chance in the same train compartment for the rest of the travelers to become vaguely hostile others village people view anyone not belonging to the village as suspicious others for the natives of the country inhabitants of other countries are viewed as foreigners jews are the others for anti-semites blacks for the racist americans indigenous people for the colonists proletariats for the property class after studying the diverse forms of primitive society in death levi strauss could conclude the passage from the state of nature to the state of culture is defined by man's ability to think biological relations as systems of oppositions duality alteration opposition and symmetry whether occurring in defined or less clear form are not so much phenomena to explain as fundamental and immediate givens of social reality these phenomena could not be understood if human reality was solely a mystery based on solidarity and friendship on the contrary they become clear if following hegel a fundamental hostility to any other consciousness is found in consciousness itself the subject posits itself only in opposition it asserts itself as the essential and sets up the other as inessential as the object i will continue this since it's gone on a little longer than expected maliha but this book is quite interesting and one of the classical feminist texts i'm sure you've previously read it but i love the very first chapter and pouvoir's belief that one is not born but rather becomes a woman it switched on light bulbs in the heads of generations of women and it began a fight for greater equality and economic independence thank you for listening in today bye <laughs>